Welcome to the Gig Harbor Flycast, and today we have a really interesting, well, I mean, interesting to, to me, uh, podcast for you. And I'm with Mark Reisler from Headhunters Fly Shop, and we are miked up on the river. We are on the Missouri River in Montana, and we are floating. He's rowing. I'm fishing, and uh, and we're gonna we're gonna do a little episode here. But we we we're hoping we get interrupted by some friends <laughs> with fins. And yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. it's uh, right now it's 11:45. Gosh, it's 11:45 already. It is. Uh, but I haven't hooked anything yet. Mark's doing a great job. I'm I'm not holding up my end of the bargain. I've had a couple fish eat the fly that I've messed up. So we'll see. I was just kind of kind of sleeping at the at the wheel. So Mark uh, was on the podcast uh, earlier this year and. Um, but that was at the fly shop, so this is kind of fun to be yeah. now, uh, you know, in your neighborhood instead of back back in mine. Um, and here it is, the October second. It's been a wild year. I'm curious, like, uh, you know, we were talking today just about pressured fish and and how they uh, how they kind of respond to boats and anglers and all that kind of stuff. Um, so when when COVID hit in the spring. Um, I gotta imagine that you you guys had a lot less angler pressure for maybe a couple months or something. You know, no, yeah, interesting question, and 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 it, it, absolutely we had about the same amount of angler pressure. If, really, if not more on some days. So the uh, locals were just stoked that no one else was fishing, was so they unbelievable. went. Unbelievable! The number of families uh, okay yeah. out here fishing and then camping, uh, and then they closed the campgrounds too. So they were just you know renegades out there enjoying Montana and fishing a ton. Yeah, so, okay, interesting. Yeah, there wasn't any guides around, um, but it was just all, yeah, local Montanans and and uh, people uh, uh, holed up and, and quarantining themselves, quarantining their families in their in their rafts and, and drift boats and campers. So, yeah. so it, yeah, we, it didn't, it didn't, it never slowed down on some of those Saturdays when we were in the store mailing stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, there was a lot of boats, you know, 50 and 60 boat trailers here. <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding. Wow. 50 or 60 boat trailers here on some of those weekend days. Um, yeah, so. Well, yeah. I, I heard some stories, you know, about like, you know, like the Florida Keys and stuff, right? Like where no one around fishing and that, the fishing yeah. was spectacular and the yeah. fish and the fish behavior actually was noticeably different because there weren't anglers and you know so bonefish tarpon all sorts of stuff they were just they were they it was a totally different sure different thing so um yeah not yeah not true here i mean it's yeah this is people love to come fish in the missouri in the spring regardless and yeah and uh when uh you can either sit at home or or be in your camper on the missouri or in your tent with your family on the missouri uh a lot of people chose chose the latter yeah well, they, there's yeah, a lot worse places to be yeah, that's for sure yeah absolutely they rode out the storm here in the missouri yeah nice yes yeah. so and then uh how i mean how the summer kind of shape up for you guys with you know just business and and fishing and you know really very well yeah thank you um uh you know obviously lost uh you know that guide portion in in april and may march april and may and but that's 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 okay and uh you know we are Certainly, our focus is you know professionalism and safety. Yeah. Uh, so, and uh, and fishing and fun. You know, you still yeah. got to be fun. And and so we had a really fantastic summer. We're very fortunate to stay COVID-free, and 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 we've been masked up the whole time. You know, even before it was a mandate, uh, we have, we've been practicing those safe practices. And, and 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 people have it when they've been they've been respecting that when they visit. And 
yeah so if they if you can get here yeah people came so it really shaped up to be a great a really great summer um uh with guests and visitors uh yeah and it couldn't really couldn't be happier with the outcome really because as, as you know we didn't know and you didn't know and right. nobody knew really what the outcome would be uh, uh but we're just moving forward and going to do the same thing practice you know safety yeah. masked up wash hands and uh and keep everything clean you know the boats clean and vehicles clean and and respect uh, other did, people's needs and wants did you see that cast right that there was not good yeah. that was yeah, horrible yeah. that was uh <laughs> That's yeah, the beauty of, of, of radio. It, of, of yeah, podcast. yeah, it's it, yeah. The, the, doesn't uh, matter what we look like, nor the what the cast look like. See how bad that was. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I kind of redeemed it with that next cast. That was, that was, okay. <laughs> that was, that was okay. So uh, here we are. It's uh, October second, and uh, we we host a trip over here. We've been doing it for a while, Mark. We were talking about today how uh, you and I met ten years ago, yes, and I've been coming over fishing for ten years, and and it seems like man every year we would hit like a we'd have one day of weather that was you know you could say chilly and uh <laughs> to, to put to put it you know you I mean you can't really it's hard to plan uh, out in advance and know what the weather is going to do right it's pretty and hard to yeah. so we moved it up last year we moved up the trip uh, a week earlier and um you know, because we're like, hey, it, let's let's try to get to the end of September and, and have a little bit of uh, nicer weather. And and then there was like a historic blizzard the day we came over, <laughs> like the worst blizzard ever in September or something crazy. It was like two feet of snow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then this year, like it's um, it's you know, I'm kind of kind of glad I get to still hang out here and fish for a few more days because uh, Sunday's supposed to be like 80 and yeah, it's, it's still like really warm. Today. So yeah. I don't, ha I obviously don't have a crystal ball and, and uh, you know, with the weather, but it, it's, uh, yeah, it's been, it's, it's been interesting for sure. So we'll see. I think next week we might slide it back a week. Next year. Yeah. I, or that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Next, next year. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I like, uh, you know, it's hard to predict as you mentioned. I, you know, one of my favorite periods is is some two weeks in October. I don't know which two weeks until it's already happened, obviously. Right. And sometimes the two weeks, the best two weeks of October are in November. So you don't, <laughs> we don't really know, like I said, hindsight until it's already happened. Uh, sometimes it's, you know, that first, sometimes it's this week in October. Sure. You know, you have a great days on the 4th, 5th, 6th, and 8th, and 9th, and, you know, those are your five great October days, and they've it happened in the front end. Uh, sometimes they're spread out. Sometimes they're they're uh, at the other end of the bookend. But um, you just yeah, we're looking for water temperature to cool. You guys run a lot of trips in the winter. Come. You know we do. Yeah, I mean yeah. like January, you guys are running oh, trips yeah. and stuff. Oh yeah, no, all twelve Jeez. months. Yeah, wow. I mean we've had trips on Christmas Day. It's the only day we're not open, but we have had trips on yeah. Christmas Day. Um, day after Christmas, New Year's Day. Yeah, absolutely. You know we do all the trout space stuff. Right. So, Trout Spay is certainly the focus, but obviously nymph trips too. And there's some midge up occasionally in, in the winter, you know, and one of those rare great days where you get good midge hatch. But, uh, you know, the Trout Spay stuff, the swing stuff is our primary focus, you know, really November 1 um, through through March 15th. You know, and now, and now the, that Trout Spay thing is, you know, that's an eight-month game or nine-month game even. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that has been uh, much expanded. And, and because, as you know, the, I mean, the gear today – is 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 much improved so you know we've got one two and three weights and all the fantastic lines uh, to get you to any depth whether it be scanned your skagit and, and uh really making lines for the trout spay gang is right what, you know is not dumbed down uh you know big rod space stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, 
I so, like. I mean, I love. I love the trout spade. It's super yeah. fun. I mean, um, I definitely have my my favorite. Uh, what's what's your favorite rod? My favorite. I like the two eight. Yeah, trout the, spade HD. The Sage yeah, the trout spade HD. Yeah. Man, that's yeah. the that's the one I have not cast. Oh, that's yeah. I like the two way. That's I mean, I throw the soft tackle with it, and okay. and, uh, and leech like they've got on right there with that. And yeah, what a neat tool. Yeah, easy to handle. Uh, uh, yeah, and I you know, I just I, I come down about noon and and, uh, and then wander out to Craig and then wander home with the with the trout spay rod strung up and sometimes swing and sometimes just watch. So, so yeah, <laughs> that's what I do in the. Those uh, November, December, winter months is kind of my program. Do you ever, do you ever like travel anywhere to fish, or do you just fish the Missouri? I love, you know, I not really. I love to go to the Yellowstone. I think that's a cool place. Um, I fish down there a bunch. Livingston's a cool place, as you know. And um, no, not really. Well, you, you've done really a lot of fishing fish. in Florida, right? I've done, yeah. I mean, I've fished a few, a few places a lot. Is really what I've done. So I've fished here a lot. Yeah. And I fished in the Keys. I mean, I wintered four years there, and then spent um, other, you know, long periods of time down there in the Keys. And so, were you got Were you guiding down no, there? No, uh, uh, no, no guide. Just, just fishing. Just, just fishing. Yeah, well, good because those guys on there, they're not, they're not too stoked on Montana guides coming down and guiding. Yeah, oh, and there's so, a plethora of them. Yeah, yeah, there are. Yeah. Oh, there he oh, is. Oh, that's a nice oh, one. There he is. Yes. <laughs> I was trying to say like we might pluck one. Out yeah. Of there he is, I didn't too. Have to. Well, that one whacked it. Oh, it's a rainbow. It's a nice rainbow, huh? Shadow in the shadow, Blake. Wow, look at that. Whoa. Very nice rainbow. Well, that guy fought a lot harder than his size, didn't he? Right? Holy cow. Yeah. That's pretty. A, that guy's been working out. <laughs> or hasn't been. Maybe, I mean, maybe has not left the. Uh, Left the couch, you know. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> he's, he's like, hey. Well, that was fun. Boy, he whacked that thing. Yeah. What a great take. Yeah, that was that was that was super fun. It's the best one second in fly fishing. Is what I think the streamer take. The is. streamer take. Yeah. yeah, that's one second of, of electricity is so cool. Well, my my uh, little fly I tied up here. It's been uh, proven that, that successful. Worked. Successful. So um, one of the things I talk about with uh, with beach anglers when we talk about fish eating bait fish, yeah, is you know we talk about uh, talk about how fish don't have reverse. You know, like I mean, if you ever watch fishing in an aquarium and they come up to the glass and for them to back up, they're like moving their little peck fins yeah. and it's like super awkward. Like oh, I'm gonna back up yeah. here and you know and so when a fish eats another fish. They got to eat them head first. It's a problem if they don't eat them head first, right? You know, so that head's got to go. They got to head hunt it, yeah, and eat it head first, and then and then the fish only has that bait only has one way to go, down the stomach. You know, it just it's all it's you know that tail sticking out of the mouth or you know if it's By a big design. one or yeah. So so like you know for fly tires, you know sometimes they think that they have to have a a, a stinger hook on everything. It's like well. We don't like to fish a lot of stinger hooks for cutthroat because they're going to hit the head of the fly. Right. And so you want the hook up front. Just, and you know, with a, with a, we don't fish a lot of double hook things. A lot no. of times the hook's in the fish's cheek, you know, and or they're yeah. double hooked, and that's just not. Yeah. I, until I, I think my theory is until I have a hard time getting them on the single hook, 
which I mean, of course, we all have a hard time. Getting. Well, I mean, but I mean, yeah, I know. We've seen really that with me a couple times yeah. already today. Now it's, it's double hooked, you know, eight out of ten are double hooked, and right, yeah, I just don't know if that's the right thing. Yeah, I, I'll fish a double hook um, sometimes when I'm just like salmon fishing, but that's because they're coming home for dinner. Of course they are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, we don't want them going anywhere. No. Yeah. So. Um, Hey, I remember this spot right here uh, when we fished together a couple years ago. Remember the hail that was coming down? I don't. You mentioned that before. I don't. I used to remember Dude, it was, events. It was that day that we had like, like, it was I mean my probably my best day of fishing dry flies for trout ever well, in my life. I remember that earlier in the day. It, that was, was amazing. That capped by a like a hailstorm. And the it, yes, it was capped off by by an incredible hailstorm that filled your boat and pelted us and we you know we both just had our head down with our hoods up just kind of rowing for the takeout it was in here right here yeah. right here it was ooh, it was spectacular ooh. ooh that the weed grabbed it we just saw that. came out and just exciting wrapped itself up what were we talking about before before that fish ate uh, slight interruption uh, little uh, commercial break <laughs> I, I don't remember. Yeah. I think we were talking about Florida. Was it Florida? You were, how you've been down to Florida a couple, yeah, four, maybe, four winters. Yeah, I spent a number of winters down there. Yeah. So it's been a while though, huh? It has. Yeah, I haven't been. I went with Rio as a guest. Yeah. Uh, was my most recent trip. Okay. Yeah, with, uh, with Larry. And, um, but we jumped a couple of fish. We did not land one that time. That was a great time, though. Yeah. Um, so I haven't. I really haven't been in, in uh, probably three or four years, Blake. But I did. Yeah, spent a lot of time in the Keys and enjoyed that. Yeah, he became a better caster by being forced to, uh, you know, click on the draw, practice that ready position, and, and that is. Sure that, yeah. It's hard for people to get used to like when we when we host trips to you know cuba or whatever yeah. like I, there's there's some uh some clients that all like will do casting lessons and and it's not just like working on like you know casting a tight loop but it's or a double haul or something like that, but it's it's holding the fly with the loop of line dropping it and doing a minimal amount of false cast to deliver one, it the number one talent that you need is it, is that yeah quick release yeah, yeah, because, yeah. A lot so, of fish are caught at 40, that would say 40 feet, and more are caught at 80 feet, but you know, that 40 to 50 foot. But if you have to, you don't have time to false cast. No. And if you can't practice that ready position, you are, you are, you are doing yourself a disservice because you will, you're not ready for the situation. And, and. Especially that, if you want to get a permit. I mean, if you're permit fishing, Shoot, like you got to be able to I make can't the think quick. Of many situations where, you know, where I had a lot of time to make, you know, uh, casts, and it's not a speed thing; it's just a efficiency. This right. like goes back to anything. If you can, you know, if you make a, a, a presentable attempt, five out of ten is even pretty good. Shoot, that's hard stuff. And, right. And uh, but you know, zero out of ten or one out of ten does not you don't what if you only get 10 opportunities <laughs> right so, you know you're bat you're giving yourself a 10 percent chance in something that's very difficult that ready position i i 
is the number one skill that you need when you get on that flats boat or in the even in the wading the flats well what, okay so let's uh let's talk about trout fishing yeah so uh i mean what are the little things of um of in, in efficiency that ups the game for an angler in uh in trout fishing uh i'll i'll, I'll give you you know shoot like right now there's some weeds in the water column but um, and it's exacerbated by this behavior where people do not strip in line before they make every cast. Step one of every single cast is strip in line to the other ends moving. You know, you can fake a little bit with a dry fly line where it's all floating on the surface. You can pick up some line that has slack in it. So, uh, yeah, and still fake it a little bit. But with a streamer or a, you know, certainly a nymph rig that has an anchor point in the water, not getting the other end moving doesn't allow you to move the line when you start moving the rod tip, you know, and you're right. hindering the you know development of the cast. And I would say that is a, you know, throwing a static amount of line, not engaging that second hand. I, I mean, that's another very simple thing, analogous to that, you know, not being in the ready position for salt is not stripping in line to the other ends moving. That's step one every time. You can't ever skip step one. And I, I think it's, it's, that's, it hinders people, you know, that means you're not in touch with the line. I mean, it tells me a lot of things about your experience level and, and, you know, whether you really want it or not. But I think that just, you know, doing step one, never skipping step one, I think is for me is a huge thing, huge dropping yeah. the rod tip, obviously in the cast doesn't allow for accuracy or distance. And I mean, there's, as you know, a plethora of other things, but I sure. mean, just the number one thing of just being more efficient, you know, not false casting in between dry fly casts, like the pick up and lay down. Great, but we're not throwing a foam hopper here a lot. We're throwing a 18 poly winged or, you know, natural fiber wing spinner. Right. So, so you know, so that, that not, so taking, you can be over efficient. Well, you're not taking the, yeah, you're, you're, not you're not taking, fly. you know, take one extra second again to be efficient. Plus, you know, you got to dry the fly off. It doesn't get real dry in the, you know, two thirds of a second it's in the air when, when you're flipping right. that around. So I think just those little, just those little minor things, um, I think people forget or skip. Um, and it's understandable, it's exciting because you're in the moment and, and all that jazz, but, but, you know, sticking to the fundamentals, you know, fundamentals get you through everything. So I guess the, I guess the end of the conversation is just, yeah, do well, one, fundamentals that's what we practice all the time at home well and so like the, in the so. saltwater environment like you you know the ready position is having line stripped off the reel and having the rod and you're you're waiting for the fish to be in in the uh in casting range or moving a particular way or it's head down or whatever but i mean but here there's there's a, a ready position too right like i mean how many times that you know do you say okay we're gonna fish this this uh we're gonna fish on the left up here yeah. You know, and whether that whether you mean in 100 feet or 100 yards, like if you say that, like the, the the angler should at that point make sure that there is a fishable amount of line off the reel ready to go. And how many times do you get to the spot and you're like, okay, cast on the left, and they're pulling line Whoa. off the reel, and you're oh. like, we just missed that 10 foot too bucket. Off, or, too often. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. It's yeah, it's it's a. It's uh, it just in the, in the flats boat and in the drift boat, it's a team sport, and yeah. we're all working for the same goal. And yeah, you know, another huge thing is, you know, when we're in between spots or rowing or having lunch or whatever, I mean, when you stop, even if it's for you know 
90 seconds the best anglers reel everything up and and like put it away so that when they say when i say okay throw left they bang unhook it strip off some line cast yeah. you know they're not the line isn't tangled at their feet or they're or the fly dangling in the water that has weed on it or has been tangled in some manner and you had that opportunity to to check it you know in that 90 seconds or two minutes or 12 minutes yeah. but you didn't i mean those again those are really small things that i think a lot of anglers forget and the best anglers do all those things um don't you don't you don't forget about those the you know the small stuff and that's so really you guys important. fish multiple fly rigs quite a bit, you know, with two sure. flies and split and sure. stuff like that. Oh, of course. And so do you prefer um, do you prefer the client holds the bottom fly um, or what? I mean, what, what? How would you describe uh, the ready position oh, for? I mean, because yeah. ready position is not letting the fly just dangle no. in the water. No, um, that's the because that's then certainly it's what it is full not. of weeds, you know. <laughs> no, whether it be just hold it. I mean, it's I guess that's a different. I, I however you want. I mean, I'm a guy who just, you know, I stick the, the fly in the cork and I just set it on the ground out of my way with the, you know, with the tip off the bow. And then if you're on the tail, if you're in the back, you know, you got the tip off the, off the stern, um, just so it's out of everybody's way. I mean, just, yeah, being conscious of, you know, there's more than one angler in the boat. Yeah. Again, team sport, just being, being present. Part of fishing is becoming unpresent and staring into space i encourage that too but do that after you put your rod away <laughs> sure <laughs> then knock yourself out yeah <laughs> sometimes your guide is yeah he is definitely staring at the scenery <laughs> right right <laughs> so um we you know we had uh this group here with you guys, and um, and they were actually the, a story uh, happened. Oh my gosh, I just missed one right there. Really? You following it all the way around? Yeah, yeah. And there was back, even weeds yeah. on it, and he boiled right at oh. it. And uh, even with the weeds, look at that. He's hungry. Well, we'll see if he comes back. Yikes. So um, uh, one of the guys, Bobby, had a fish on, yep. and it, you guys had an eagle that was uh was wanting that fish as much as bobby uh did and you guys had quite the show from it and, and it reminded me of this uh this time when my wife and i were out here yeah uh end of may several years ago and um and we're going i think it was just just south of town uh where those little little bluffs are uh like the high bank uh-huh and uh, where the field is and there's like these little prairie dogs oh, are those sure. prairie dogs yeah, yeah prairie dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah so these yeah. little prairie dogs are like you know chirping and like looking around and stuff right. like that right and we're floating by and these two huge like huge snakes are at the water and they're both like they're are both slithering yeah. up the little bluff Whoa. the high bank to go yeah. after the prairie dog and then like downstream a little bit like we go by these the uh, uh these bluffs these high rocky mountain bluffs and stuff like that like big high mud banks giant huge well, mud banks. those are yeah. the mud banks but then we go downstream and we're by the 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 canyon okay. or i don't yeah. know what do you call these things mountains yes yeah right and and we see an eagle fly overhead yeah. and it's got a big snake in its talons and we're like is that the same snake like it was it was the weirdest thing like we were dying of laughter we thought it was so crazy oh yeah um i mean have you seen anything just crazy this year on the water or i mean Not anything this year we were talking yesterday i watched an eagle um, whack a 
um, with his chest, hit it with a chest, a pigeon, knock it to the water. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen an eagle try to get um, and see it coming from a long ways away. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, try to get uh, a couple uh, juvenile ducks. Oh. You know, yeah, a hen and like five, um, I'd say teenager size uh, chicklets. Yeah. Ducklets. Ducklets. And, uh, <laughs> and, yeah, and and mom and the and the little ducklets uh, saw or felt the eagle when the eagle was I don't know things were happening fast because the eagle's in the full on talon bearing right. you know dive uh, <laughs> which is epic and we were uh, fifty or sixty feet from it I mean I was really really as close as I've been to that kind of event seventy feet. I mean, you know, at a long, kind of a long cast distance. And, yeah. And um, so, yeah, my clients didn't see it. I, I saw the bone chilling. And the eagle crashed into the water. They were right near the bank and did not get one of the ducklets. Yeah. But I thought did. And then the eagle sat there for another couple of minutes as we floated by. We were very close adjacent to them. Yeah. So that was really, really cool, violent Mother Nature stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Enjoyed that. Um, <laughs> that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So I've seen a few, yeah, just being out here and I've seen him grab a bunch of fish and that kind of stuff too. Sure. Uh, and, but eagles have, have knocked a number of things out of the sky according to, you know, other friends and, and, uh, and foes hearing stories about things, eagles, you know, knocking pelicans out of the sky and, and ducks and, uh, you know, anything. Pelicans. Flies. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you know, pelicans big, but just they're really the big. Power, I mean, the sheer raw power of a of a uh, of an eagle. Of an eagle. Yeah. No, they're they're respectable. I'm not sure what this gentleman's doing here. He's eating a sandwich. Is that what he's doing? Sando. Sando. There's some wind, huh? Am I just supposed to be casting left here? Well, we're looking at that guy, figuring out what we're going to do. Trying to decide if we should throw right with the dry fly. Yeah. Okay. That's so exactly that's, what we're doing. Because this is a good little bend right down here. There's... This is, you know, you should. You should switch up. Okay. Yeah. By the time you get that ready, we'll be at appropriate distance to come under this individual. And... Oh, yeah. Is there a different etiquette you expect from uh, guides on the water than from uh, just recreational anglers? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the rec guy, you give an, it really lots and lots and lots of space. And, and for the most part, I mean, that is adhered to amongst the guide community. I mean, there's a few bad apples everywhere. And, yeah. and then we also all make mistakes. I mean, that's, that happens too. I, shoot, I almost crashed into a guy. Uh, a couple of days ago with one of your guests with Chris and the and Dan and and yeah, uh, yeah and the guy behind me said like hey because I didn't see him he's in my blind spot and I was rowing out into a run and, yeah and but you know everybody had had a great laugh because it was like oh my gosh Brian I didn't see you. I'm so sorry he's like no I didn't I thought you might didn't you know so <laughs> that's why I said hey do you see me what about with uh, you know so with you know guides or uh, industry people uh, that are out fun fishing is there is there a little bit of a different sure, expectation yeah. Those, on the water? They usually to defer to the guy who's working. Right. You know? okay. that's, that's absolutely amongst the industry people. 
I mean, if that, yeah, you don't come under a guy who's working. You right. Know, if you're like, oh, I really want to fish that, you know, run A. And, okay. And, yeah, that would be impolite. You yeah. come in behind him. Because we, we see that, we I mean, the same thing in Washington. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, like, it's like, hey, that guy's working. We're fun fishing. We're not yeah. going to, we're going to let him have the water. Because, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, right. it's so work. Right here. Yeah. That was a nice fish, huh? Oh, you see one rise? Where the big bubble was? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You horrible give, cast. But you give. Geez. Yeah. You give that guy the. Just like I said, like, just like the like a Wade guy. I mean, if you're in a boat and the, which we commonly are here in a guide situation, you give the yeah the Wade angler. Um, well, he walked there. You know, shoot. You know, you got a boat. Plus, he knows right. the water. You know. Right. It's only a. You know, like young guides fall for that occasionally. Like they got to get in there or. I guess unscrupulous. Yeah, it's a spot ooh, they like. Ooh, is that not you? No, no it's right next to it. Oh, shucks. I turned away and thought I missed the excitement, but I didn't. Um, right, so, yeah, absolutely. But, uh, you know, amongst guides, usually you know who it is. And, uh, also, in the last couple of days, uh, uh, Luke Andrews, the local guide here, um, long timer, uh, yeah. came up to me, you know, behind me, and we were just rowing. and. He said, what are you doing? Are you going to go down this bank? Or are you going to go down? And I said, no, no, I'm going to go down the center here. And he said, okay, great. You know, he said, I'm going to, do you mind if I go down this left shore? And I said, no, no, I, I wasn't going to at all. So, uh, you know, we had that quick discussion. Sure. And, and so communication, you know, whether it be amongst two guides or a guide and a guest or even, you know, two non-guided guests, I mean, it's, fun, it's, it's always good. You know, right. the staring game where you, you see that little baby fish try to eat your... Is that what that was? It was like a little bit, might have been smaller than the fly. Well, I mean, that's yeah. kind of usually the fish I catch. So oh, well, uh, this is well. There's some more down here. Good to know. <laughs> we should uh, bust out the tenkara. Yeah. So communication. Uh, yeah, I think people forget. Like you can open your mouth and say, "Hey, sir, right, or ma'am, you know, which side would you like me to go down if you encounter somebody, or you know, where are you fishing? Yeah, I, that you know that." There's a lot of spots around Puget you know, Sound you where disarm, there's... You disarm the situation well, before totally. it escalates at all. Just with saying, hey, sir, how you doing, you know? What would you like us to do here? So... Uh, I can hear the weeds saying, on it. Yeah, in the sound. So, like, beach fishing, I mean, there's a lot of spots where... The thing that's interesting about the beach fishing is that you might move one direction at one point and then another direction at another point because of the, the way the tides sure. flowing and stuff like that you know i mean imagine if your river instead of it just flowing downstream started flowing upstream right, right. i mean it changes on you yeah and so I, I mean i always encourage people i'm like dude if you see someone on the beach say hi to them Walk go over up. and talk yeah. to them hey, ask on? them which way they're moving might like you know something. like i mean they might even give you a fishing report or right. you know i mean i know a lot of guys that would they'll, they'll give you the hot fly you right. know i mean they're like Try hey man this, this has been hot you know yeah. i mean they, they like to share sure um, but it just, it definitely, it's definitely better than them like staring at you and right. being all mad yeah. and pissy and, you Not know, it's like, it. it's like, hey man, like everyone's just a fish. Yeah, no, there's, life is too short, you know, shooting, certainly today's world, we got enough crap on our table. We don't have to, you don't have to fight with the guy on the beach. <laughs> and some people are For just, something that's they're, really petty, you they're know, too serious really, about fishing. It, I mean, it, that does happen. Blake. It's just fishing. Right? You know, I mean, it's, we're not at work. Well, you are. 
I am, but, but yeah. You know, but it's it's. I, talk, I treat it like a vacation place. Well, sure. <laughs> yeah, you've been on vacation for 25 years. <laughs> I, 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 you know, the best is when uh, when clients, you know, or people will say to you, you know, like, like, well, you know what they say, best day of, uh, you know, or the worst day of fishing is better than the best day of work, and you're like, but what about if this is this my is work? work? Yeah. <laughs> so Pro left. You're gonna go. We're gonna go over to this. This is my wife's favorite little run this little baby run peeling off the right side of this island we're coming up so here. i'm gonna fish right side so now we're gonna fish so you see the break here we're gonna fish off this break and then we're gonna fish this dive into the island and then it breaks right so we're gonna fish to the right side of this island you'll see the sort of the sexy water here you'll 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 see it uh you might have to point out sexy water to me i will okay <laughs> okay <laughs> but I, I, I'm confident you're gonna you're gonna figure it out yeah so hey I've seen some uh, houses like under construction and stuff around yeah. like it I mean uh, is that is there does there seem to be more uh, more growth happening in your area well, than normal or I don't know I mean you know there's there have been in the recent years I mean uh, uh, structures that have been built on Folks that have had properties for 20 years, yeah, they finally got to that point where they are building that. Okay, now throw it down and left, right click, right over here. Like right here? Yeah, just on the spine there. Yep. There? Yep. Yeah, so there's some of that going on. We have know a lot of people who have just had the property for... Oh! Hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it. Oh! That's the fish we're after. That was a big fish. Yeah, that's the kind of Shoot, stuff man. we're after. What? That was a slurp, too. Did you... What happened Holy there? cow. Happened? I don't know. I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> no. That, dang it, man. I want another shot at that. That's my wife. That's the spot. Yeah. Danielle, Blake missed his wow. fish in your spot. Big, oh. But it was big. It was really big. It was oh really my big. Oh, my heart stopped. You know, I don't think he ate it. I think he just nosed it out of the <laughs> way because he didn't like it. I think it was a defective fly. It's no, It had nothing to do with yeah. me, dude. Your fly sucks. It's just one he just balanced on the tip of his nose. He did, right? Like, just... <laughs> okay, where do I throw here? Right there. Leave it well, there? Well, at least we... Well, at least at the end of the day, I'll still be able to see that fish. Isn't that spectacular? Wasn't that spectacular? That was, that was spectacular. Cool. I mean, is there more than that guy in there, or is he the only that's, one? That's probably That's your it. pet fish. You could probably, you can probably, you can probably walk up and make a cast at him again. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because if I get rejected twice, I don't know if I can take right. that. Right. Well, you're right. It yeah. might be, yeah. uh, might be too much for me. God, I don't know how much better I could set that up for you, Blake. Yeah. Uh, Here's, you know, here at Big Brown Trout. Yeah, that. I don't have too many more of those in me. That was one of our four fish. That right was one there. of the four. Yeah. I know. Okay. Well, three more. I better not. Yeah. Not screw. Well, did the, the one I got on the streamer? Did that count as the oh, one? Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was number two. Dang it. So I mean, we're we're fifty percent all the way. Okay. Fish number three could be here in less than ninety seconds. I'll let you get. Your act together here. Okay, I'm ready. This little uh, little channel right here is where I put my first scratch on my new boat. Oh, we're going down this one. So okay. off the, yeah, right in there off the spine here to start. We're going to be throwing right here, just where you're at there, just yeah, down and left. Mark, do you have like favorite expressions? You're opening that cookie, huh? Thinking about it. I'm prepping it in case. 
There's an emergency. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. That's shaka. So do you have do you have favorite expressions that like like markisms? Do you have any markisms? I do. I just made a couple up recently. One um, is uh, I have a better chance at talking you through your divorce than I do of teaching you how to cast. <laughs> just made that up like three days ago with your guests. Yeah, and he's like, how long have you been saying that? It's like, just came off my tongue for the first time. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, I just recognize that we're all our own personal geniuses. I mean, we all think, I mean, in our heads, you know. Right. Individually, you think like, you know, I am one smart son of a buck. Yeah. And that's not always true. Right. Uh, I, and I recognize that sometimes. Well, maybe it's some sometimes. things. Yeah, I mean, we're like, things. oh, yeah. It's a, yeah, so I, yeah, that's, uh, I, uh, uh, I just thought of another phrase recently, uh, uh, execution is the harder part of, the hardest part of the equation. Execution is the most difficult part of the equation. Yeah. And it is, I mean, it's, sometimes it's very easy to understand the equation is in fly fishing, fly casting, but, you know, execution is, is still, <laughs> yeah. just like, you know, in basketball goal the goal in basketball blake is to put the ball buckets. through the through the buckets yeah that's correct executing is more difficult than understanding the goal yeah <laughs> i was a terrible and am a terrible basketball player bad no i mean for some reason i believe you i haven't seen i haven't <laughs> seen you play but <laughs> good yeah but but you might be able to take me on the court, though. Are you? Were you worse than I? You well, I, I, I'm pretty bad. I'm. I'm just gonna assume that uh, you probably could take me. I did have a basketball hoop as a kid. I did too. Yeah, and I played a lot actually out in yeah, the so, yard. So yeah. did I. <laughs> but I also know some people that practice casting a lot, yeah. and they still suck. Well, so, okay. You know, yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, well, I was true. not good at yeah. basketball, and you know, I. You're absolutely right there. I. I mean, I always thought I was good at basketball until I played somebody else. Oh. I mean, anybody else. Anybody else. Yeah. Like the neighbor kid that was four years it, younger it than you. It didn't matter. It didn't yeah. matter. Just slamming it on you. I mean, I think yeah. even like, I think Same even on the, I think time. even on Nintendo, I sucked at basketball. Right. <laughs> That's not even so real. I was so bad that I even sucked at Nintendo basketball. <laughs> hey, what, what do you think about all these people that are like professional video game players wow i mean i i mean if i was a video gamer i, I would think that would be super and i was a video gamer as a right? kid yeah i mean i do have a but they're I like do. making tons of money yeah and they probably like to have conversations like man what do you think about these people that make money fishing yeah that's crazy yeah they're like they're wondering what we're like and like weirdos yeah they're like, like dude that's weird yeah. <laughs> They make money fishing. Weirdos, yeah. for sure. <laughs> swing it down there. You got that. They just let yeah, it swing? Yeah, softy, that emerger on there. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Oh, here we got a guy fishing. That's probably the most efficient of the of the river crafts, I think, is the water otter or water master. Yeah. I think that's probably the thing you can control the most. And the gentlemen and the individuals that have them are 
the most they they are good at it. I mean, that guy does not look like he just got in that 10 minutes ago. Do you like it because um, it has the ability just to put your feet down and stand yeah, up? Yeah, I mean, they can control it and fish. You know, my argument with that is usually you can fish or control your craft. Yeah. You, you have to choose, and unfortunately, right. you know. Well, you a, lot, gotta, of, a lot yeah. of times, you know, when people buy a drift boat, they remember the, the last day they fished because it was before they bought the drift boat. Yeah, which is dreamy. <laughs> I mean, you buy, you buy a drift boat and you are now a rower, not a yeah. fisherman. Oh, yeah. You know? So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know some, you know, I like the story of the guy that buys the drift boat and then sells the drift boat. And, you know, and he, I said, well, why'd you sell a drift boat? He's like, well, I like to fish. Right. When I owned the drift boat. I didn't fish anywhere, but my friends did. I just rowed. Right. And they were so bad at rowing right. that I couldn't stand. That's how a lot of guys became fishing guides. Is their friends were so bad at rowing, they couldn't even stand to be with them when their friends were rowing. So they always rowed. Consequently, got better at rowing and then failed at the rest of life, became a fishing guide. So, but you <laughs> can row. Well, there's some up there, right? Did you see one? I mean, it, there was like a push of water. Well, and that's what, I, yeah, that's the good one. Well, yeah, I didn't. So, it wasn't from yeah, a weed island floating down. Smart guys. There's been a few smart guys who sold. They had. They used used to own a drift boat. Right. And then started fishing again. Well, they and then that's it. their that's yeah. their their guide uh, their guide fund. You know, they sell the drift boat now. Shoot, all got, that money I is ten uh, grand. You know, yep, that pays can, for quite a few guide I trips. Do a lot yeah. of guide trips. Yeah, for 10 grand. I totally agree. I love. I don't you love to get guided? I love getting guided. Yeah. It just doesn't happen often. I mean, but uh, I think it's going to happen more often. I think I'm just going to start booking guides and going fishing. That's but it, you know, it always happens when it's on an international trip for me, you uh -oh. know, for whatever reason, I just, sure. you know, domestically, I just do it myself and, you know, I just go get, go and get skunked on my own. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I have been, I definitely, if I'm traveling elsewhere, have been... The last oh, 10 years, I think for five to 10, 10 years have been choosing the guide option. And I, I don't think I'm going to change it. I, well, I know I'm not going to change it. Yeah. No. One of the, one of the things I really like is, uh, there's this, uh, we, you know, I've done a bunch of trips to Cuba, so we've done six trips. Oh, wow. Hopefully Have got you? the seventh trip coming up wow, fantastic. in February, but this one operation the program is six days of fishing, three days single angler, three days doubled up. So you wow. get so you get That's cool. You know, in the doubled up days, you go a little bit further and you fish for like more tarpon and the you know like the, you know permits stuff like that. You post if, it up if you're if you're yeah if your yeah. boat partner is down for that. Sure. Um, but like the single angler days, like you get in the boat and you don't have to negotiate with your fishing partner of what do you want to do? What do you want to fish for? It's like the guide's like, what do you want to do? Cause yeah. that's what you get to do all yeah. day. Right. And so, I mean, it, it you know, it's, it's funny. Cause like, you know, on this trip, I mean, I really like fishing the dry fly Yeah. and you know, I know fishing subsurface is super effective, Absolutely. but, but you know, I, I would rather see that, that fish come up and eat that thing off the surface or like the grab on the streamer. I mean, I love that too. So oh, yeah. best one second fly fishing. Yeah. So I'd, I would rather fish all day for a couple shots at fish yeah. 
doing those methods, you know. And so, you know, same thing with like, you know, I get in the single angler boat in Cuba and I'm like, I'm not, I don't really want to fish for bonefish. Like, right. I mean, if I have all that time all day, yeah. like we're going to go fish for permit. Sure. And, and if we see a tarpon, we'll throw to it. Yeah, but it's like, course, yeah. I just want to fish permit. Yeah. And I'm a permit junkie. Yeah. Love permit. I got a permit tattoo. You, you then you love permit. I do. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got a, a cool I got fish. A I got a bonefish tattoo too, as well. But I like bone. Yeah, I would think I, might, I would rather catch bonefish now. I've, yeah, not that I've caught. Um, I've only caught the one permit. Yeah. But that was enough. Uh, that's the last time I fished for a permit was on the, that permit day. I figured I had enough time into it. I didn't need to prolong it any longer. I didn't need to. Now just want to catch because I haven't caught a lot but I have not caught a lot of bonefish I caught, I've caught some bonefish in the sure. keys so, so my experiences have just really primarily been keep the keys really so yeah well uh, I, and I think and so tar, look I a lot of tarpon like I don't have to catch any more tarpon I'd love to sure. catch more tarpon but I don't have to catch any more tarpon I would rather catch it depends know, on the bonefish though like those well I mean because Florida got, Keys like, bonefish eight, nine, are more 10 pound bonefish which yeah, yeah. are just well big bonefish are awesome just and fantastic keys bonefish are they're 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 more difficult to catch than a, than like a bonefish in Cuba. I mean, uh -huh. bonefish in Cuba are, you know, they're kind of like trout in the backcountry. Right. You, can you catch know, them. Yeah. like you can catch a lot of them. Yeah. They're, you yeah. know, I mean, they're kind of so. And if you have six days of fishing, you know, you're like you're gonna spend some time doing that. Well, I mean, yeah. do you really want to fish for, you know, I mean, I'm not gonna I say do for easy, part of the time. easy yeah. fish. But, I want to for a while, but not for I six days. No, you I know, love you want to go easy fish. You know, it's a lot of fun. Is uh, is fishing for mud and snapper on the flats. Oh, cool. Because, I mean, in a lot of places, those don't exist because... They've been they, fished out. They get, yeah, they get eaten, yeah. right? But in Cuba, they're protected, and no, no one fishes those areas because it's essentially private water. Gotcha. And, um, and so you get, that. like, 8-pound, 9-pound, 10-pound mud and snapper. Loud, yeah. So hard, yeah. And, uh, and, you know, it's hard to even just land them because they're, they fight so hard, and they go straight for the mangroves. But they're super fun. You know, you throw a shrimp fly at them, and they, they destroy it. They That's fight cool. hard. Well, we just took a little lunch break, and uh, Mark said we, we should mic up because it's going to be a good little spot down here. So we're going to get some live action, hooking big trout on dry flies. We're, uh, we're fishing two October caddis, little dropper, little, I don't know, what do you call this thing, Mark? Little translucent, translucent emerger, yeah, emerger. yeah. It's a one-off for us. The October caddis version, the the tan and brown, and olive, but tan and brown primarily. Emerger and pupa translucent, emerger and translucent. Yeah. Pupa are very very popular flies for us in the summer months, and and then this last year uh, had them tie October caddis version, which uh, actually I don't we don't know what that fish ate that we didn't get earlier, but one of those two. Right, I it definitely know. ate one of these two, and it, it definitely one of the two, yeah, yeah. But that, uh, and then kind of like an X caddis, right? No tail, no zealon on it, but a hair wing. October, yeah, we can at least see, yeah, floats well, yeah, swinging for the fences, yeah. It's not, we're not batting for average here. Definitely trying to hit one out of the park, yeah. But this, like this next real spot near the old Dearborn Inn down here, pretty. Pretty good spot for this. We don't see a lot of October caddis here. I might see 10 adults in a year, um, and and it's really not that effective. <laughs> fly, 
but <laughs> it sure is fun to throw, as you know. And, and uh, uh, I saw one yesterday. It. Yeah, yeah. Close to town. Yeah. Yeah. One, yeah, sighting of one. That's yep. common. Thought it was a bird, and then I'm like, oh, right. that's an October caddis. Right. It was big. They're big. Like, really big. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you haven't seen an October caddis before, it's a little bit surprising when you see the first one. You know where I was a few falls ago was on the Clearwater Steelheading. Yeah. And the amount of October caddis there, and I think we were there in, I don't know if we were there in October, early October. Might have been. Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, I wish we had that kind of October caddis here. Like, in your face, like a normal caddis hatch. Right. But, but you know, size eights. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, in Washington, it's the October cast is more of a September deal. And it really kind of is here, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, subsurface, when we're, yeah, and even on the surface, you can you can have some, do some damage in September. But, sure. yeah, October, too. I mean, they're just eating, a, they're just eating, a, going up to take a look at something like that size. And So, Gary LaFontaine. Yeah. Didn't, uh, like, when he wrote about October caddis, didn't he talk about how they they ate the the pupas more? But not so much the adults. I think I remember in that. In caddis flies? I think yeah, so. Yeah, I don't remember that portion, but yeah. that's very, yeah, that sounds like something. <laughs> that's, and yeah. so the pupas, like, I mean, so soft tackles, pupas, We've, stuff like that. You, yeah. you swing those, trout spay, like. I've had really good success swinging an October caddis soft tackle. Okay. Um, you, you know, obviously pre trout spay oh. too. Uh, uh, and then I fish the, the deep sparkle pupa, the La Fontaine's deep emergent or deep sparkle yeah. in the October caddis uh, uh, sizes as well and colors. Um, with okay. success, oh, and just yeah, something a couple of things, something orange with a couple of beads on it, and a dark collar, seemed, yeah. to, seemed to work pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well we're getting okay, really so close left. to the spot. No, this is it. This yeah. is it right here. Yeah. Okay. So cast out and immediately hook one. Yes. Where would you like it? Uh, closer to that point down there. Yeah, that's good. What, what, I didn't hear you with the traffic. What oh, did you yeah. say? Perfect. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I heard, I heard it that time. <laughs> don't, uh, if he eats it, don't miss him now that you oh, set yourself oh, up right? like that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's the, that's where they'd live right, right there. Right there. Yeah. We're in the shadow of one of the highway bridges here. Big brown trout love shadows too. There's some traffic noise, but those brown trout don't mind that. Lots of action under bridges. Is here? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Or more left? Yeah, no, just anywhere in this wash coming out of this. Fishy water, great drifts in fishy water. Ooh, Ooh I just saw one we went over. We were hooked on your case there. Yeah, there's behind you. There you it's go. The curse of having all the uh, still on there. Audio and yeah. video and you're gonna get one in here. We've got them in here in October cast. Oh, I want to catch that little muskrat swimming across. No, that's no. What is that? Beaver? What is muskrat. That it's probably muskrat. muskrat. Okay. Yeah. Pick up throw again. More left? No, just right down, right where you're at. Okay. Right in this nervous stuff right here. Yeah, yep, right out there. Is that okay? That's fine. Okay. I want the feedback, Mark. I want to be a better oh, yeah. angler, so I want to know. 
what I'm screwing up. There went one. I can tell when you when you like a spot. Oh yeah, slow the boat down. Yeah, yeah. you start you start rowing. Yeah. You go to you go to work. Yeah. Who hit it? Something little baby tried to eat it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see anything. Is that okay? Play it since you're in there. Yeah. yeah okay. Be, so that meant no. You'll be closer to that. Yeah. Edge. You wanted it more. More over. There's where you want to be. Yeah. Would you say that that was perfect? Oh, no. <laughs> perfect would have had that. The bottom fly would be leading, not the top fly. <laughs> I get him? No. No. The baby came up. Oh, did it? Yeah. I thought he ate my back fly, but perhaps not. Perhaps not. These flies have a nice spread, too. That's, that's No, that one was perfect. So but they don't, they don't eat that, or that's why we're out sliding down. If they're not going to eat that, then what? Perfect. Then we move. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the right fish isn't in there if they don't eat that. So when you fish dry flies on the Missouri, how what percentage of the time are you fishing caddis? I mean, half oh, the time? They're uh, like uh, just blind fishing? I don't know. No, just just fishing. No, less than less half than the that. time. Okay. Because bluing all those PMD, pale morning duns, and trico, tricorthodes. Those are the three primary mayflies. Then we also have brown drakes and march browns. Calabatus. Calabatus. Yeah. I mean, those are, yeah, secondary hatches. But, but uh, no, so less than half the time. I mean, you get a lot of trout eat a dry, uh, caddis dry fly, though. Yeah. A lot of trout eat a caddis fly. Um, you know, the translucent emerger is very, like I said, very popular fly Ooh. for us. And that, that gets a, a lot of attention. But... You know, can emulate so many different things on the water. Just a, um, you know, dead fish food is really what I think it emulates. So, caddisflies look like dead fish food a lot of times. So, yeah, caddisflies. Oh, we sell definitely more mayfly patterns. Sure. Um, well, but, anglers but, like mayflies. Yeah, more. yeah, the mayflies are cool. Uh, but fish eat caddis. Yeah, I think there's a time. Certainly, in the last 20 years, where um, I had it was more caddisfly weighted than mayfly weighted. At that time, it's changed, but last couple of years have been very good caddisfly years. Yeah. So I think you know it, you morph along with the with the river. Hope to. Ganders down here. Oh, look, that one's got a fish, Blake. Yeah. yeah. See there. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, that one's, that's a pretty good size one for that Merganser. He's trying to play keep away with him as brothers. They're choking down. Yeah, he's, he's trying to eat it as quick as he can. Almost sank my boat in this eddy right here. Really? Yeah. How? High water, just thinking I was a better rower than I am and, and thinking, you know, younger, much younger. A little more, hopefully more naive than I am now. That time we just came in there and, and doubled up actually with some long-term clients from the Bay Area and got by, stuck the boat back in that corner, tried to drop the anchor and got pulled Ooh. off anchor because it's super big hydraulics. One fish comes off. I think maybe the other broke off. Just get slipped out and then just dip a gunnel that fast. So we're just taking on water. Wow. At 16,000 CFS. That's so that's yeah, pretty we're high. At 30 mid threes right now. Yeah, it was pretty high. That's we went, you know, 
a time not to be fooling around in big eddies like that in a drift boat, which right. it was. And, right. And uh, yeah, and we did. We high sided and we righted the ship. But boy, what a what a, a, a lesson. Yeah. We took out seven inches of water. Huh, nice. In you know one and a half seconds. Right. And uh, sp scary, spooky, and that's the last time I fooled around in a big eddy like that. Now, now you know the smart thing as was then, which I disregarded, was just stay out of those situations. Right. Not silly. That was that's that's not smart. People drown. People sink their boats and stuff like that. Yeah. Easy to do. Yeah. Yeah, I fortunately haven't sunk a boat, but I've heard some stories. Ooh. And it's uh, so scary. It's always made me a little bit more cautious than maybe I, than maybe is even warranted. You know, like there's a, there's some stuff that I'm like, nah, I don't really want to, you know, if we go float that just because of, you know, the technique, you know what I mean? Because it's probably going to be fine. <laughs> right. But yeah, no, you know, I, but pro probably, which, you know, sometimes means not all the time. Yeah. Oh, it's better safe than sorry. That's a great fish okay. this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mark likes it. Well, really, I haven't ever caught him on here, but today's a new day. Look how good it is. No one goes down it. <laughs> Looks like an October cast. It's October colors. It Well, yeah. On the shore here. Yeah, kind of Halloween looking. Yeah, I think I think that's what delayed me in getting my, uh, my adipose for a while is because I really wanted one, but they're so low-sided that, you know, having one in western Washington, it's a little bit... Sure. I mean, we got some water, right? Yeah, but you've got that, the flow, or I'm sorry, the runoff. And right. Yeah, it's got, is it one inch higher sides? It's one inch higher on the sides and five at the bow. Bow, right, yeah. Up so I'm like, you know what, that, that made me feel a little bit more, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, in there, now you want to be in tight. In tight, okay. Yeah, Yeah. no, I, I, I love that boat. Yeah. But this, is, this isn't a runoff, this is a flow. This is the flow. Oh shoot, Mark! I Pull screwed that. No, yes. just so like down and across reach cast. Not tight enough though, huh? Uh, never catch him in here anyway. We'll find out. <laughs> never catch him here. No, anyway. but it looks good, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I guess. What hosted trips are you doing these days, Blake? Well, I'm hoping to do. So this year we canceled our Christmas Island trip. Right. We had to cancel two uh, British Columbia trips. Uh-huh. And then luckily we were able to come out here to Montana. Yeah. And I would have been heartbroken if we had to cancel this one. Right. And so on the books, I have a trip for Cuba in February. February. But, I mean, we'll see what happens. I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think that one's a long shot. And then we're supposed to do Christmas Island in April. But... Um, I don't really. There he is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a nice one. I love it. He came up and ate the big cat. Oh, he did. He ate that front one. Yeah. <laughs> About two, three hours of fishing for one second grade eat. Pretty good. That's normal cat. October cat is fishing stuff. That was a great eat, too. Yeah. Whoa. Nice. Now he's pulling lots of lines. Yeah. Lots of line. Yeah. Yeah. Come here, baby. Yeah. Lots of head shakes. 
Lots of head shakes. They've been so incredibly strong this year. This, the fish are really as strong as they've been in, in a couple fish generations. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know what the factors are there. You know, we've had some great hatches, some anemic hatches. Um, fish population we think is down a little bit, you know, historically. It certainly feels that way. But on the other hand, we had a really big trout year and they've been fighting harder than they have in at least 10. So did I just lose him? No, I think you still got him. Really? Yeah, we're coming in hot. No, uh -oh. lost him. Oh no. Lost him. Shucks. Lost him, man. Oh. Reason number 27 of the top 29 ways you can lose a trout on the Missouri with no angler error. Let's pull over for a second. There's just nothing we can do about that. Uh -oh, he nothing. just, he got me into some weeds, it looks like. But man, well, we got the best of him. That was awesome. That was super awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I always think it's ridiculous that they call those little tiny chocolate bars the fun size, fun size chocolate, you know? Yeah, fun why? size candy bars. Well, I mean, why is tiny fun? That's not fun. I mean, These they're just counting. Fun. Well, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I mean, think about it this way. This is America. If they had fun-sized cans of beer, if they had right. fun-sized cans of beer, would that be a, a tiny little can, or would that be a big one? That would be a big It'd can. It would be a big can, right? So. I think so, yeah. Well, I lost the trout that ate that dry fly, and um, we're re-rigging. We're going to keep floating and fishing. Hope you guys are all doing well. Thanks for joining us today for the Gig Harbor Fly Cast. And I uh, hope you can join us on a trip out here to uh, to the Missouri River or just come on and visit. Um, come on and visit and fish. And you can book trips with uh, Headhunters Fly Shop. Headhuntersflyshop.com is their, uh, uh, their website. Make sure you follow them on Instagram. I, I love Mark's uh, little fishing updates he does, uh, little video updates on the river. And uh, those are those are super cool. So definitely follow to check those out. Uh, we'll have a video of uh, of just kind of our whole week and fishing and all that kind of stuff up on our YouTube channel here uh, pretty soon. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check that out, uh, and so it gives you kind of a picture of of uh, of what's going on out here, not just the audio. Okay, friends, have a great time, and thanks for joining us. Bye.